and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by the man who got eccentric last night. It's Captain Tim. Sills, I like to say that when it comes to my wrestling, it's always a little eccentric. That's right, and let's be honest, we had some amazing matches. That brutal two out of three falls count anywhere match between your son Chuck Tibbs and Scotty Moore for the JWF Championship. Absolute brutality. We saw the Dylan face off against Hollywood Hulcher. We saw the War Wizards retaining their titles in the JWF's first ever ladder war. Tibbs, it was an eccentric force that was not to be missed. Absolutely, Sills. Another in a long line of strong JWF pay-per-views kicking the competition's ass. That's right, Tibbs, but as always, it's after a pay-per-view. It is our time to remind the JWF universe of our power rankings. Of course, we want to start off with our tag team rankings. Maybe this will give us a clue who the War Wizards may be facing in a few short weeks. And, of course, the biggest shindig of the summer, Summer Fest, Tibbs. Oh, Sills, I'm a, I'm a man that loves the summer. That's right. In the number five position, the wild-eyed Southern boys. Some men who started this year out strong, but unfortunately have not been able to keep that momentum up, not winning a single match in the Ignition era, having two losses underneath their belt. Up next, the men who actually lost to the team known as the Rising Suns. Last night at Eccentric Force, Bananas in Pajamas being fed their first loss of the year against the Hammer Suns. And you know Bananas in Pajamas can't be happy about that, taking the number four spot in the power rankings. Not at all, Sills. Not when they're trying to not when they're trying to put themselves in a position to go for the championships themselves. That is right, Tibbs. And then, of course, we have the Blockbusters, who, as in addition to the Southern Boys, are 0 and 2. But, of course, I, you, many people are asking, wait, why are the Blockbusters better than Padanas and Pajamas? To be honest, Tibbs, just look at them. Uh, but taking the number two spot, quite interestingly, the VWO, one of only three teams to have gotten a victory in the Ignition era. Of course, getting a victory, teaming with the Rising Suns, taking on the Southern Boys in Bananas and Pajamas a few weeks back. Of course, VWO, though, have two ties underneath their belt. Seems like VWO can't really get the job done in the ring. No, Sills, especially not... <laughs> Considering who our number one tag team is. That's right. Number one, the Hammer Suns. Two victories under their belt. One tie, not a single loss. The Hammer Suns are undefeated. The Rising Suns, if you will, the team of Hammerman and Fomosan and Tibbs. Let's be honest. I don't think I would have ever put these men at the top of this rink rankings just a few short weeks ago. What do you think? Well, Sills, just a few short weeks ago, we didn't know what kind of tag team they'd be. They were untested, untried in the ring, in the field of battle, in the competition, and honestly, Sills, they have come out impressively. Great showing by Fomosan and the Hammerman. That's right. I mean, think about a few pay-per-views ago. 
Hammerman and Fomo-san were actually fighting each other, but of course earned each other's respect through that battle, and ever since they've really been attached at the hip, they've been dominant, and I think it's only a matter of time until they come face-to-face -face with our tag team champions, the War Wizards, but now I want to move on to the JWF men's power rankings. Surprisingly absent is the man known as Guy Fieri, Tibbs. I mean, Guy Fieri, he's been fighting for that opportunity to get back on top of the mountain, but unfortunately, his loss last night to Momoa Curry in that brutal nautical rules match, I mean, it, it's not done well for the king of Flavortown. Not at all, Sills. In this, in this new era, in the ignition era, everything you can put everything on the line with one match, just like Guy Fieri did. Guy Fieri, honestly, Sills... He, he bit off a little bit more than he could chew with Momoa Curry. Let's just put it that way. This is why you just don't target a man's family. That's right. But number five in the power rankings, quite interestingly, is one half of the Rising Suns. It's the Hammerman. Two victories, two losses under his belt. And you got to think Hammerman is a bit of a man divided right now. Yes, he does have this great tag team with Fomosan, but also you got to think that gold is distracting him a little bit. At this point, Sills, I would say you got a strong showing in the tag division. Maybe it's time to take a break from your singles competition, Hammerman. Focus on what you're good at. Focus on where the road is leading you. I think the road is leading the Hammerman to the Hammer Sons. That's right. Now, number four, AJ Steele. One victory and not a single loss. I mean, that says a lot. AJ Steele kind of used to be considered a guy who would lose a lot in this company. Almost a joke, but he's he's not been defeated this year yet in JWF. AJ Steele, do you think there might be a future for him here in this company? I don't know, Sills. This was... Eh. I don't normally like to disparage somebody, but let's just say that his one win was uh, under questionable circumstances. He hasn't really been tried in the ring in a one-on-one -on -one competition. He has only had a few fights, and that one victory just, I don't know if that'll hold up. That's right, and ironically, that victory came against number three in the power rankings, Hollywood Hulcher, coming in even. Three victories, three losses, but Hollywood Hulcher has been staying in that rink. He has been continuing to fight week in and week out despite these numerous interactions, these interferences from this mysterious static. This figure who appeared on the Tron during Eccentric Force said he was going to reveal himself tonight, and you gotta think that's in Holcher's mind. Absolutely, Sills. It, it, whoever this person is, they took over our entire broadcast stream just to send a message to Hollywood Holcher during Eccentric Force. It, it is going to be a monumental reveal. That's right. Now, number two in the power ranking, surprising not many people, the former JWF champion himself, Scotty Moore. Three wins under his belt, two losses, but all those losses have been recently. All those losses have been to your son, Chuck Tibbs. Now, of course, we haven't really seen Scotty test in the waters. He's been focused, just trying to go after Chuck, just trying to get that title shot. But I honestly think that definitive the loss last night to Chuck has definitely got to be putting Scotty into some sort of a different mindset. Uh, that's where I would be too, Sills. I mean, 
Even though he is as high up on the power rankings as he is, Scotty Moore has had multiple chances at this point. And you gotta know that that doesn't make great TV, seeing the same person fight for the championship over and over. That's right. And then number one in the power rankings, the undefeated technical spectacle himself, the man known as the Dylan. He has walked to that ring 11 times since the uh, debut of JWF Monday Night Ignition, and he has not been defeated once. He's gone against Hollywood Holcher. He's gone against Chuck Tibbs. He's gone against Kazuchika Dam Okada. The Dylan has never lost. And you gotta think, maybe something's playing in the back of Dylan's head. He may be trying to become a double champ in the future. What do you think? So that would probably be the uh, honest progression at this point. I mean, the Dylan has come out every episode just about since Ignition debuted. He has offered his open challenge every time, every pay-per-view. He has not stopped, and he has not been stopped. So honestly, Sills, he's kind of in a holding pattern right now before he decides his next move. But I think with the Dylan, with his current attitude, he's not going to stop until he finds a real challenge. That's right. He is a veritable force of nature in our division, but it does lead to this question. I mean, you are you brought up a little bit. Scotty Moore, he's been defeated twice by Chuck Tibbs. Hollywood Hulcher seems to be distracted with uh, with this mysterious hacker. AJ Steele certainly hasn't proved himself. The Hammer Man seems to be distracted with the Rising Suns. I don't see any of these men going after Chuck Tibbs, going after the World Heavyweight Champion. I mean, who do you think could possibly face him in the future now? Well, you know, Sills, it is just about that time of year, isn't it? Because I'm happy to announce the return of the king of the Steel City Tournament. That's right. We're going back, back into the annals of time. And we're going to put just about every damn person we've got in this yearly tournament to determine the almighty king of the steel city who as you know gets their own shot at the jwf world heavyweight championship that's right we are gonna have our quarterfinal matches this week and next week on jwf ignition of course the bracket breaks down like this this week we're gonna see guy fietti the man who's been knocked off the power rankings but has been great in the king of the steel city tournament in the past Facing number three in the power rankings, Hollywood Hulcher, later tonight. And this is a big deal. AJ Steele, number four in the power rankings, taking on the returning Funky Flossie, the man who AJ Steele injured, took out of competition before cash in the back. Funky Flossie's returning, and you know he's going to be seeking some vengeance later tonight. I'm looking forward to it, Sills. It's glad to have Funky Flossie back, and I'm glad to finally get a chance to see everything that he can do in the ring that's right and then next week the rest of our quarterfinal matches almost a a little bit of an implosion of one of the best stables here in the jwf it is an all vwo quarter we are gonna see the hammer man taking on his tag team partner fomosan and then of course griffin clouds facing his brother Justin. That is a veritable family feud coming next week. But for now, Tibbs, why don't we get to the first match in the tournament. Guy Fieri taking on Hollywood Hulcher. Oh, and you can hear Hulcher's music playing. Walking down to the ring and the crowd is going crazy for Hollywood Hulcher. 
Absolutely, Sills. We thought he'd be a flash in the pan at first, but Hollywood Holcher has shown that he is a force to be reckoned with, and he has been welcomed back with open arms. Just look at him. That's right. Wait. No. Tim's where are the damn lights at? God damn it. Holcher, did you think I would forget our little reunion tonight? Did you think I would let you run away from your past? Run away from your failure? No. No, 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 no. I won't let you forget. I'll never let you forget. Well, Tibbs, that seemed bizarre. Oh my god! What, What the hell? That cameraman, that cameraman just took his camera, ran it straight in the skull of Hollywood Hulcher. He's got him bloody. What the hell's going on? I don't know, Sills. Those cameras weigh 90 damn pounds. Oh, and look at this. The figure just dropping that camera to the ground, pulling off his mask, and it... it Tibbs, is that... Tibbs, that's Danny Roanoke. What the hell is Danny doing here? We we fired him three years ago. Danny fucking Roanoke. I should have known, you bastard. Uh, Of course, ladies and gentlemen at home, I I know not all of you know about the underground, the JXT, the developmental territory. Of course, that man, Danny Roanoke, one of our former trainers, uh, we unfortunately had to let him go due to brutal training techniques. I mean, we had some people who were unable to compete after training with Danny, but oh my god. God, it looks like he's putting it to use right now, just punting Hollywood Hulcher in the ribs. And, oh, look at this, just filming Hulcher's body with this camera. Danny Roanoke is a sociopath. God damn it, Sills. As we know, Danny Roanoke, one of his favorite trainees to abuse at the time as it came out, was Hollywood Hulcher. This is fucking brutal. That's right. I mean, when Hollywood Hulcher left the JWF, when he left JXT, uh, we know he was supposed to be called up, had a big push ready for him. The reason why he left was mental warfare from Danny Roanoke. And it looks like Danny's trying to finish the job tonight. Oh, my God. Just dropping him with a second shot from that camera. And look, the wicked smile growing on his face. But Oh, no, look at this. In the ring, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri's there. He's forcing Shibata to call for the 10 count. And poor Holter is bloody broken, but he is crawling towards that ring. What is he thinking? I don't know, Sills. This is not a good place to be in. Come on, kid. You can't just jump into the ring like that. You're in no condition to compete. That's right. And you see Guy Fieri mocking him as Shibata getting up to a count of six, now seven. And Hollywood Hulcher barely making it to the apron, gripping at it. But unfortunately, the muscles giving way and dropping Shibata at a count of nine. But Hulcher's rolled in. Hulcher has rolled into the ring. Hulcher wants a fight and the bell is going to ring. But no, Guy Fieri immediately picking him up and dropping him with the food fight. That devastating maneuver before pinning him one, two, Three and Tibbs, you gotta think that has a big assist from Danny Roanoke. That has a massive asterisk above that victory. It is, Sills, but I hate to say it, it is a victory nonetheless. And that means that once again, Guy Fieri progresses. That's right, Guy Fieri, a former two time king of the steel city i guess he's trying to aim to make it three this year but you gotta think 
I, I honestly think if uh, Danny Roanoke hadn't interfered, all of those injuries caused by Momoa Curry back at Eccentric Force, Guy Fieri, I don't think he would have been fit to wrestle, Tibbs. No, Sills, uh, it could have been easy work for Hollywood Holcher, who honestly came out of uh, Eccentric Force looking pretty well. He might have lost to the Dylan, but he didn't take a, the same kind of damage that Guy Fieri did, and... Uh, I just can't believe it. Danny fucking Roanoke of all people. That's right, Tibbs. But now we move on to our second quarter final match. That's right. We've got three big matches prepared for you tonight as Funky Flossie returns from injury. And you can see him coming down to the ring and the crowd is going wild. But unfortunately, AJ Steele is here. And AJ Steele, the man with the body of steel, looks to ruin Funky Flossie's party one more time. I have to see, Sills. That's right, the bell goes ding, and oh my god, Funky Flossie rushing after AJ, tackling him over with that Luthes press raining fist down onto his skull. Funky Flossie is livid, you gotta think. You got, uh, uh, AJ Steele, he, he took a, two months of that man's career away from him, and I think uh, Funky's seeking a receipt tonight. That's right, Sills. There's nothing more frustrating than being put out on the, on the sidelines by another competitor's selfish attitude. And I think that Funky is finally getting the chance to take it all out on AJ Steele. That's right, AJ looking rocked, backed up into that corner. But oh my god, Funky rushing towards him with a beautiful drop kick. You see the man with the body of steel rolling to the outside, but it will not seek much uh, much safety out there because Funky just dives over. Beautiful Tope Suicida, but AJ Steele uses that strength that strength that one advantage he has over funky Flossie, catching him out of midair going for a big slam but no funky jumping behind delivering a beautiful sit out slam of his own sending aj skull first to the mat but tibbs there is now one big problem for funky Flossie, and it is aj Steele down and out on the outside of the ring i don't think that that big man's gonna roll anywhere no, Sills, A.J. Steele, of course, he is a, he's got a big center of gravity. He's going to be hard, even for some of the strongest competitors, to just deadlift straight up into the ring. That, that is a big ask. That's right. You can see Funky managing to finally pick him up, but no! A.J. A.J. using that distraction, using that weight, almost playing possum and just raking the eyes, blinding Funky Flossie, that diabolical bastard. A.J. Steele rolling him into the ring and then bounces off the ropes for a massive splash. you got to imagine that big body of A.J. Steele coming down on you. Can't feel good going for the pin. One, two, kick out from Funky Flossie, but unfortunately, Tibbs, AJ Steele does not look done at this point. He is picking up Funky Flossie. He is holding him over his head in that suplex position, just showing off the strength of blood, rushing to the head of Funky Flossie, who is definitely not in a good way right now. Not at all, Sills. This is just that this is that dangerous attitude of AJ Steele. This is that, 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 that conniving trickery that he uses, just baiting Funky Flossie in before raking his eyes, using that distraction, that pain that it causes to just take complete control of the match. That's right, and finally drops him down off of that suplex. You gotta think Funky is rocked. Goes for the pin. One, two, th- kick out. 
Funky Flossy kicked out, and AJ Steele looks pissed. And Tibbs, listen to that. AJ Steele screaming at Shibata about some sort of conspiracy against him. The man's a damn crybaby. Damn straight, Stills. I don't need a conspiracy to keep you out of contention. That's right, but it looks like all that crying and whining might be Funky's advantage. Quickly ducking behind, rolling him up. One, two, kick out. But unlike AJ Steele, Funky ain't about to cry. He's about to deliver that pain. Big heel kick, then another, and another. AJ driven back into the corner until Funky rushes towards him. And it's a beautiful monkey flip, flapjacking AJ down onto his skull. And Tibbs, you gotta think Funky is starting to smell that blood in the water. Starting to see that victory coming his way backed up into the corner. We know what he's setting up for. Absolutely, Sills. I've been waiting for months to see this one again. That's right. AJ back up to his feet and gets knocked out with the Funky Kong. That beautiful spinning heel kick goes for the pin. One, two, kick out. AJ Steele kicked out. What the hell? Damn, I wasn't expecting that one. That's right. Funky Flossie looking a little bit distraught. But Tibbs, it now looks like he's been learning while he's away. Funky Flossie looking a little unsure of himself as he climbs up onto that top rope. But oh my god! Nails it! The Phoenix Splash! A Phoenix Splash! Straight to the ribs! Funky holding on for dear life, grabbing the legs for the pin! One, two, three! And ladies and gentlemen, just like that, we now know one of our semifinal matches in the King of the Steel City Tournament. We are going to see Guy Fieri taking on Funky Flossie. And tonight, Funky has already proven that he knows how to handle a big man. So you got to think Guy Fieri might be running scared. It's a wonderful return for Funky Flossie. We're glad to see him back. And I think, honestly, Sills, that is a breath of fresh air and a little bit of truth right in the face of AJ Steele. That's right, but speaking of the truth, Tibbs, let's talk about the truth that your son retained his JWF championship last night in what was an absolutely breathtaking match, quite possibly one of the best no-DQ matches we've had here in this company in a very, very long time. But, I mean, you gotta think, Chuck's still feeling a little injured tonight. I'm kind of wondering if those wounds are coming back to bite him. I don't know, Sills. He... Chuck took a beating last night, honestly, Sills. He he took everything that Scotty Moore could throw at him, and he dished some out of his own, but ah, that's the kind of match that you're just not the same way for a few weeks afterwards. That's right, but Chuck Tibbs is backstage with one of our top interviewers after that brutal match, and I think he's got some words for the JWF universe. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Honey Pop McBaby Bottle Pop here, backstage with the man who successfully defended his title last night in a brutal two out of three falls count anywhere match, Chuck Tibbs. Now, Chuck, not only did you successfully defend your title, but you defended your reputation against an onslaught of doubters. What do you have to say to those doubters today? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't blame them. I really don't. Uh, I mean, see, it's. A lot of people in pro wrestling like to think about the past. They like to think about what you what you've done, not really uh, 
where you're at right now. They think about uh, long-storied histories and all the things that went on in the squared circle before you, and, well, honestly, back then, history, my story was just, it was a story of failure, over and over. I mean, even when I win, it was just setting up for bigger and bigger failures, and for a while, you know, failure is what defined me. It was who I was. I was the guy that failed. But uh, I hope last night I proved to everyone in the audience that you can change who you are. You can grow to prove yourself to all the doubters. Last night, I went into that ring expecting to wrestle the Chuck Tibbs way. Expecting a good old-fashioned wrestling match. Two out of three falls, falls count anywhere. And by the end of it, well, that's not what happened. Uh, Scotty Moore and I, we were covered in blood, sweat, and tears. And I was jumping off a damn ladder, you know? Uh, I, I might not be the biggest fan of him, but... Jeez, I just want to thank Scotty Moore for that match. You know, I, I want to thank him for forcing me to see that there really is a whole hell of a lot more to Chuck Tibbs than I ever thought there was. And uh, to any of those doubters out there, I hope you really saw the truth. And I hope you admit to yourself that I proved what I could do in that match. I hope that you all admit that I deserve to have uh, this belt. Uh, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what an honor. We appear to be joined by the god of the JWF himself, Momoa Curry. You may have proven yourself to them. But you haven't proven yourself to me. Ah, uh, yes. That wonderful man of few words. Ah. All right, then. Back to you in the studio. Uh, well, Tibbs, I guess it was fun while, he, while it lasted. Uh, I guess it was fun while Chuck had that belt, but it looks like the god of the JWF got refocused last night. And his sights may be set on your son, Chuck Tibbs. Yeah, Sills, that's kind of how it looks, doesn't it? Oh, fuck. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. have to be in the middle of this right now. That's right, a rough showing, and you gotta think, if you gotta prove yourself to Momoa Curry, you gotta do a whole hell of a lot. I mean, Chuck has done a lot in the past to attempt to prove himself. Hell, last year at Los Trios Tangos, he led your team to victory against a group of demons. And even then, I guess he hasn't proved himself to Momoa Curry. But one man who certainly has been proving himself is our JWF Captain's Champion, the man known as the Dillon. You can see him coming out to the ring right now. Uh, he said at Cash in the Bag he didn't want a joke. Hollywood Hulcher came out. And I think that, uh, I'll be honest, I think Dylan might have been discounting him at first. It, that's the way it looked, Sills. Dylan, he didn't bring out all the stops at first. It's like he tried to toy with Hollywood. And once Hollywood started getting the upper hand, once he showed that he was out there for a real fight, is only when the Dylan turned it on. And honestly, Sills, if the Dylan had kept going on like that, he very well could have lost. The hat is right, Tibbs. But Dylan is in the ring right now. He has a microphone. Let's hear what he's got to say. My name is the Dylan. I am the best professional wrestler on the face of this planet. 
The championship I hold is the most prestigious in the world, and my challenge is open. Well, much like Momoa Curry, it looks like Dylan, a man of few words tonight. Very no-nonsense. I guess the Dylan is expecting a real challenge tonight, almost discounting everything Hulcher did last night at Eccentric Forest. What do you think? That's the kind of guy that the Dylan is, Sills. I might not always agree with it, but he's always got his eyes focused on what's right ahead of him. He doesn't, he doesn't focus on the past so much. Just like Chuck was saying earlier, if you want to make it in this company, you got to be focused ahead, and that's, that's all where the Dylan is right now. That's right, but he has issued an open challenge. Let's hear who's going to be comp... Well, Tibbs, surprisingly enough, after that brutal two out of three falls count anywhere match, Scotty Moore, the former JWF champion, coming out to the ring and... I'll be honest, it almost looks like he's smiling. I don't know, Sills. This is this is not what I expected, although I guess Scotty Moore, he's got to always be in contention for something. Are you really that surprised? Come on, man. I mean, I got kicked to the back of the proverbial line when it comes to the JWF championship, but you and I both know that I deserve gold around my waist and look Dylan D we've had our ups we've had our downs hell me and you we had a match on the grandest stage of them all wrestle palooza and you came out on top that night but who left with the JWF championship huh who left with their name in every single person's mouth who really made an impact that night I mean, that's always been your big issue, hasn't it? Making an impact, making people care about you. I mean, Dylan, you're undefeated in this company. You put on a five-star classic with Kazuchika Okada. You are the undisputed true champion of this company. And, oh, wait, wait, hold on. What's that? What's, what's that I'm hearing? Oh, yeah, nobody cares because you come out here. You cut a robotic promo about being a technical spectacle, and then you beat your opponent, and then you leave. You don't care about these people. You don't care about the JWF. You don't have the passion for this business that I do. And people can tell, people can sense when someone doesn't give a shit, when someone shows up to collect a paycheck and leave. Last night at Eccentric Force, you tapped out your opponent in less than 10 minutes, then walked to the back. I fought with everything that I had to get back my JWF championship. I left my blood, my sweat, my tears in that ring. And the people could tell who was real and who wasn't. These people can sense when they're being fed a line of bullshit, Dylan. And you can say a lot of things about me, but I won't bullshit with you. I'll look you in the eyes and I'll tell you the truth. And the truth is, I'm taking that belt away from you because I deserve it and you don't. Oh my God, Tibbs! Scotty Moore dropping Dylan with an SMG from out of nowhere, making a desperate cover. One, 
two. Ooh, Dylan kicking out at two, but Scotty Moore remaining focused, backing up into the corner. Getting ready for that big Scotty kick. Might be trying to end it early, but Dylan dodges, picks him up, goes for total destruction. But Scotty drops down, plants it with a reverse DDT. And now look at this. Scotty trying to lock Dylan in the Anaconda Vice. This is like a cannon of a beginning of a match. Yeah, Sills, that's, that's exactly what Scotty Moore was trying to do. He was trying to get as close to po- as possible to the Dylan to get in that quick SMG just to end the match as quickly as possible. That's right, but Dylan rolling up Scotty for a two count. Both men disengaging, going for a standoff. And now look at this, Dylan going for the lockup, but Scotty, he knows he can't win in that kind of technical match. Instead, just walks him back into the corner and oh, beautiful chop to the chest. Goes for a second, but now Dylan reverses, just throws Scotty into the corner and oh, just starts stomping a mud hole in him. Before running towards that other turnbuckle in the Dylan with a beautiful cannonball straight into Scotty Moore's chest. The Dylan is now realizing he can't joke around tonight. Not at all, Sills. Scotty Moore started with that white hot intensity and he is intending to bring the Dylan down no matter what. That's right, Dylan not done though, dragging Scotty out to the center of the ring, grab going towards the top rope before, ooh, a beautiful moonsault for one, two, kick out. And I'll be honest, it seems like we're getting a little bit of Dylan's old playbook coming out tonight. Scotty Moore is really focusing the Dylan to become that the dirtiest player in the game that he used to be. As Dylan backs up, he's got Scotty Moore's head on the rope and just nails him with the D-trigger. A massive running knee strike straight to the temple. Rolls him in. One, two. Oh, Scotty, look at that. Getting his hand on the rope at the very last minute. A wise move from the self-proclaimed hero of the JWF. That's right, Sills. In this kind of match, Anything could put you down. The Dylan, he is in prime fighting shape. Scotty Moore, he's gotta he's gotta end this match quick before his his injuries from eccentric force start to take over. That's right, but unfortunately you can see Dylan looking pissed, picking up Scotty Moore, just draping him over his shoulders. Could we see it? Could we see total destruction? No! Scotty Moore reverses it. Dylan was trying to go for it, but Scotty reverses it into an SMG, driving Dylan's head into the map, but he is not done. Scotty Moore backs up into the corner, and he is tuning up the band tips. Scotty Moore looking to end it with that super kick of his, but wait, wait, what the fuck? Someone has jumped the barricade and they just wrapped a metal chain around Scotty Moore's neck. What the hell's going on? I don't know. We got to get Shibata. Get some people in there. We got to get security down here. We can't have fans jumping the bat. Jesus. That's right. You see Shibata calling for the disqualification. But oh my God, that hooded figure just clocking Shibata with the steel chain as well. This man is barbaric, Tibbs. I don't even know who the hell this guy is. He's just... He looks like he's trying to kill Scotty Moore. That's right. And you can see him now kicking Dylan out of the ring as well. And now, oh, God, Tibbs, he's taken down the hood. And it's 
It's it's Gazi. Gazi. Gazi from our developmental territory. JXT has come to the JWF, and it looks like he's got his sights set on Scotty Moore once again, wrapping that chain around his neck and just choking the life out of him. This man is a maniac. I don't even know what this is, Sills. This is not the statement you should make coming into the JWF. It doesn't matter. And, and Scotty Moore could have been on the verge of winning that match, Sills. He could have been the one to end the Dylan's undefeated streak, but now it's been completely ruined by Gazi. That's right, you the night terror himself, the child of Mara looking to put an end to Scotty Moore's career, picking him up and dropping him with the bloody eagle straight down onto those steel chains. And look at this, look at the blood of Scotty Moore pouring over the chains and Gazi just wrapping them around his fist. Can we get someone to check on Scotty Moore? Gazi has just annihilated him. I don't know, Stills. We got paramedics coming down here, but I don't. It doesn't look like Gazi is going to even let them get close. This is total pandemonium. That's right, Tibbs. And who knows what's going to be next? We can finally see our medical team going to check on Scotty Moore as Gazi is being rushed out of the arena. But who knows? Maybe we'll hear more about this next week on JWF Ignition. In addition, we are going to hear from Chuck Tibbs responding to Momoa Momoa Curry's words from earlier tonight. In addition, we are going to have our two other quarterfinal matches. Hammerman takes on Fomosan. Griffin takes on Justin Clouds, his own brother. And in addition, Tibbs, I've heard pray tell backstage that our JWF Tag Team Champions are coming to ignition and that they want to make an absolutely historic announcement that's definitely going to be can't miss. Absolutely Sills. Like you said, next week, can't miss JWF ignition. Watch it. That's right, but until then, remember to support the JWF. Donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. Donates to us, donates to our sister show, Fight Boys. It helps out all of us on patreon.com slash a load of BS, and we got loads of goodies waiting for you up there, like old episodes of JWF being reacted to, and Tim's there, they're pretty rough, I'm not going to lie. We're trying to, we're just trying to find our way, Sills, just trying to find our way. That's right. In addition to that, pick up merch for your favorite superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon. This has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.